Star Wars is known for its deception in trailers and marketing materials, but something about this new look is making us question everything we know about Ahsoka. Her path isn't a direct one, and this whole series is taking the approach to a new level. Let's get into why this Ahsoka is no Jedi. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. We're stepping up. We are, as we're recording this, nine days away. When this episode comes out, it will be eight days, I believe. We are so close to Ahsoka actually coming out. And because of that, we're getting so much more information. And it seems like they just really opened up the floodgates. Yeah. We've gotten so many little TV spots promo spots specifically on this platform for this platform over here so there's all of these differences in each different version that you can kind of take and say okay we can get more details on what is actually going to happen in the ahsoka show and that's exciting Mm -hmm. for us crapping on their like i I do think they have done a terrible job with spacing things out yes they went so long without any information and now it's like we're gonna crank up the dial to 11 and you're gonna have so many tv spots that you can't watch them all ever. Yeah, it's really weird. It's a really weird, mm-hmm. just floodgates open. All it's what of they these do with all things. of their shows, but really? I don't understand it because they do it with all of their shows, or most of their shows, really. Mostly with Star Wars, but they like don't do anything and then they do it all leading up to it. And I feel like you need to have a little bit more of like some sprinkling in there because I, I still think they're marketing this show to Rebels fans. Yeah. And Clone Wars fans. They are not marketing this for the average Star Wars fan. Or even the non-Star Wars fan. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's what I kind of am I'm confused about. It's that this is like totally Star Wars. Like yeah. they are not... And not and even. I think they did a really good job with kind yeah. of like broadening it out, t- mm-hmm. telling all the details, but also still making it clearly Star Wars. Yeah, but they're not even like trying to be subtle about it. They're just being like, "Oh, if you know Star Wars, you'll know this sort of thing." Like it's, it just seems like they're just really pushing the niche Star Wars people. That, yeah, like which I think is fair, but there has still hasn't been like a oh, let's talk about to someone who doesn't know anything, who didn't watch Clone Wars, who didn't watch Rebels, which I know I've seen in the comments a lot of the stuff that we've make, been making of like. They're not a real Star Wars fan if they haven't watched Rebels or Clone Wars. Not a lot of people. A lot of people watch Clone Wars and Rebels, but not as many as the TV show, live action TV shows, or the movies. And I I just watched Clone Wars. Like, yeah. three years ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not something that's just super, like... Oh, I just watched all the Star Wars. I need to watch this now. Like it's not it's, it's not a natural seasons. It's not a natural progression either. Like mm-hmm. it's not something that you're going to go straight from Yeah, I'm going to go episode 1 all the way to the end of ep- season 7. No, yeah, because no. it's like an anthology and you're going to jump around all these different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a it's a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with all of the marketing stuff that they have been doing, we've gotten some interesting things when it comes to this tv show i think i made a video about this uh, about how i don't necessarily think it's the greatest idea to have anakin in this series mostly because of the whole idea of this is the ahsoka show while anakin is a big part of ahsoka i really want to see what she's been up to now 
why are we caring about Ahsoka now? What does it make it look like? But with this new new footage that we've got, the new trailers and all that stuff, we do have a little bit more details on what we think the story is going to be. I titled this in our document, The Darkest Part of Ahsoka Isn't What You Think. And I feel like the real dark part of Ahsoka is her inability to really commit to something, to really say, hey, I'm going to be a part of this and I'm going to be a part of a unit. I'm going to be a part of a community. I'm going to be a part of a family. She took the whole idea of the Jedi and because she didn't believe it, she went even deeper into like their beliefs, like the whole idea of like cutting off ties and not really trusting anyone and just really going into this really negative part of the force while still being quote unquote a Jedi, but not being a Jedi at the same idea. Where do you see that? Mostly in what we see with her leaving the Order. Okay. And then in Rebels, where she is much more distant. Mm-hmm. Well, she is working with the Rebellion. She is often working outside of the Rebellion just as much. Yeah. And she's doing the Ahsoka things, which nobody knows what Ahsoka's doing except for what? Except for Ahsoka. And then in the live action TV show, we see similar things where we see in Book of Boba Fett of all places, the whole idea with Grogu and the choice between the Mandalorians and the Jedi and just the inability to really see what was happening mm. because she's so committed to being outside of things. Mm. And also she skipped the whole original trilogy. She skipped the whole, pretty much the war with the Empire. Obviously, yes, the movies came out 50 years ago. <laughs> of course she wasn't in them. But we don't have a whole lot of explanation of that period of time. And now that is true. there's this big gap and she's like, okay, I'm ready to fight the Empire again. Oof. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. So that's why I think this is like the really dark part of Ahsoka is her inability to care deeply. She abandoned hmm. Sabine. Hmm. I don't know that I would go she that left, far. She left Anakin. I wouldn't go that far because you know, and we've seen her guilt over these things. Um, and mm. you wouldn't. You wouldn't feel guilty and like sad about something if you didn't. I'm not saying care. it's evil, but it's a dark, dark splotch on her. Uh, you're her past. you're toeing the line here, my guy. I'm I'm not <laughs> thinking she's gonna take up a red lightsaber or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying we gotta give her some credit. Yeah, I mean she's really not, she's a great I think character. She's just she's just hurt. Like she's just a hurt character, and mm-hmm. I think she's not really growing very well through that Uh but she's also hurting everyone else too because of that absolutely she's just in that same cycle of protect myself and try not to hurt other people but of course in that she's hurting everyone and herself and she's not growing here we are yeah with ahsoka Mm -hmm. in a new show and uh let's hope we see some growth I think there is going to be a lot of growth. I don't think it's going to be in the ways that we expect it to be. Mm. I think we're going to see much more of a growth between her relationship of Sabine and their their kind of journey and their training and all of that kind of stuff. As well as her taking into... Dave Filoni had this really interesting thing that I just saw as we were prepping to record. He said this. I'm telling this story about this mentor-student relationship that passes from Anakin to Ahsoka to Sabine. So I, I feel like mm-hmm. he's really taking the whole idea of for Ahsoka to move forward, she's going to have to go backwards. Mm-hmm. She has to take a look at what made her make the decision to leave the Jedi Order, abandon Anakin Skywalker, 
and partially fuel his turn to the dark side, as well as the steps that she took in her uh, interactions with Sabine. All of these burning of bridges and burning of Ezra bridges. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did that. <laughs> so, like, we have this whole kind of lifetime to see these different pinpoints throughout the decades and throughout the Star Wars timeline. What does it look like for her, for her to really like take apart her, her character, why she does the things that she does, and then look at where she needs to go for the future, specifically with Sabine, hmm. who is 100% Force-sensitive. Absolutely. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm owed a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. We, we will wait until the show comes out because I still, like I said in the intro, I feel like there's a lot of deception when Star Wars markets things. Yeah. They are constantly trying to say, oh, look over there when they're really going the other way. It seems like they're going to be, she's going to be force sensitive. And I think that's a shame because I think it's way more exciting for her as a character mm. to not be force sensitive. To her, For her to stand on her own achievements without it being tied to an external force yeah the force often seems like a easy way out mm-hmm. for this person's super overpowered which makes a thrawn so cool like mm-hmm. that's one of the main reasons yeah. thrawn is so cool is he's not force sensitive and he's mm-hmm. able to like own and really move forward in the galaxy he can stand up against vader he he cannot be read by vader because he is so like sure of himself mm-hmm. and knows exactly what he's doing so that's going to be a really interesting comparison not to like derail us but the comparison of this character who does not know themselves who has to reflect back to become what they always should have been and just to repair that and then this person who is this villain who is like I'm exactly who I am and I know exactly what I'm doing and yeah moving the chessboard you know Mm -hmm. like ooh man those could be very good I think it's a really fun thing to point out of like the comparison between Ahsoka and Thrawn mm-hmm. Ahsoka is the protagonist Thrawn is definitely the overall antagonist and they're two sides of the same coin they want to kind of further their own beliefs Ahsoka being really broken at this point and really not sure of sure of what she needs to do but isn't really able to accept the fact that she's going to have to do it and Thrawn knows exactly what he needs to do, knows what Ahsoka needs to do to win, and has a a, a counterattack to that. Mm-hmm. And then the the main antagonist of this specific season, because I'm pretty sure we'll have multiple seasons, depending on, like, considering all the interviews that we've had. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, I love this character. I really want a second season. I, I really embody this character, and I'll still do it forever kind of thing. I, I expect that in this season we're going to see Balin Skull and, and that side of things really be the... the the back and forth bad guy versus good guy mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And the whole quote about him directly knowing Anakin mm-hmm. and because of his fall to the dark side, understanding somehow that Anakin became Vader is what he's alluding to, mm-hmm. I feel. I feel like we don't don't talk about this enough. This is a taboo subject. Vader is not Anakin in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. It is a tightly held secret very few know Thrawn is renowned because he can theorize and pokes and knows about it and that's like a big thing if you go to some random person and say hey yo do you remember the Clone Wars that guy named Anakin yeah the guy that's Darth Vader now that's not something that happens no 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 one ever says that Vader's a different person Mm -hmm. so I wonder how they're gonna tie that together Mm -hmm. yeah because that can go a little sketchy I think it might be a bit sketchy because mm-hmm. I think it's just a convenience for him to be like 
ooh, I'm just going to poke this little wound right here. Yeah. And it's more of a character know? development than it is like mm-hmm. an actual feasible story plot line yeah. sort of thing. But it does seem like we're going to get Anakin. Mm hmm. Yes. Panic and Anakin. Yeah, it definitely seems like they're heavily alluding to it. I, I could mm-hmm. see a Force ghost. I could see um, flashbacks. Uh, all of the above. I w- yeah, pretty much all of the above. Yeah. I, I definitely suspect we're not going to see... We, we'll probably see a flashback with Ahsoka and Anakin. But I think most of the flashbacks, if we do get any, will be between Balin and Anakin. Oh, really? Because I think they need to find a good way to set up his character to survive Order 66. Because mm. he's an Order 66 survivor. Mm-hmm. He's not a Sith. He's a dark Jedi. Mm. So I feel like there's a lot of that kind of thing. Mm. Sith is like a a Sith is uh, a structured thing. Mm. You know, it's like apprentice, master and apprentice, which I think might be in the case, but. But there's definitely more of them. Yeah. It's kind of like a little band of. Mm -hmm. It feels more organized and I don't think it's as structured, though, Mm -hmm. as like what a Sith would be. It's not as like entrenched in this almost like religious mania yeah, of Sithness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I could see that then. Mm-hmm. That so I think sense. that's where we're going to see most of it. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. the fact that Balin knows Anakin is going to be very fascinating to see how that affects Ahsoka and what she does to overcome that mm. loss, that mm-hmm. fear and the call of the dark side of like knowing that the master that she loved and respected as a friend and mentor, as we see in Rebels, finds out that Anakin and Darth Vader are the same person, mm-hmm. finds out and, and really has to overcome the thoughts around Anakin's turn to the dark side. Mm. Balin's a weird character. Like, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what to think of him right now. And I know that that's what they're kind of going at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of him. So you suggesting that they're going to, we're going to see like flashbacks and stuff. I don't know. For some reason, it doesn't feel natural in, yeah. in in how they've been telling these Star Wars stories. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I well, in that one feature, right? He says like his storytelling has definitely gotten more like experience and yeah. complex, immature. Yeah. If they're gonna do flashbacks with Balin, it's gonna be like minimal. It's gonna be yeah. very much like just. Flash, flash, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Considering what they did in Obi Wan, Hayden's role in that, I could see. I see more of like Ahsoka in him. I don't know. I, I just. I think it's gonna be fueled by Balin. Hmm. Let me kind of let me get more specific yeah. here. I feel like there's gonna be Balin knows, at least surface level, the interactions between Ahsoka and Anakin. And also, more than likely, knows that Ahsoka left the Order. So, knowing all this information, he's going to use it to try to manipulate and get in her head sure. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's going to fuel some of the flashbacks, mm-hmm. at least. But I, I, I think, theorizing here, I think we're going to see at least one or two flashbacks specifically with Anakin and Baitlin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <sighs> There's got to yeah. be another Order 66 flashback, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. They've done that, and yeah, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much anytime they say Order sixty six, there's gonna be a flashback, be a flashback to Order sixty six because it's it's just gotta be. Yeah, huh? I'm gonna be really interested to see what the motivation is mm-hmm. for this bad guy because right now I'm still confused. Yeah, quite confused, and I mean that's fine. I think that's the point too. Yeah. But moving on, we've got that whole theorizing going. Let's do a little bit of a recap for Soka. 
kind of through the ages. Right. First off, I want to talk about Clone Wars. There's been a lot of discussions, interview pieces, uh, discussions around Ahsoka as the character, the creation of Ahsoka, and her introduction into Clone Wars. A lot of people still don't realize how big of a character she is in general uh, across all of Star Wars, that they didn't watch Clone Wars, that they didn't watch Rebels. Mm-hmm. But Ahsoka's huge. Ahsoka, is, as a character, is super exciting and surprising mm-hmm. because she's introduced as freaking Anakin Skywalker's pad Padawan. Yeah. It yeah. It was a crazy time. <laughs> and in uh, one of the interviews around Ahsoka, the TV series, uh Dave Filoni was talking about like the origins of Ahsoka and how he was like, "Oh yeah, we had this uh Jedi and apprentice." And he's like, "There was a a character that was a Jedi and there was a Padawan and thought we'll put them on adventures, but uh you know, George had other ideas. <laughs> he says, well, in this character, and he points to the Padawan we had, and he says, let's give Anakin Skywalker a Padawan. And I was like, Anakin doesn't have Padawan. And he just looked at me and said, Anakin has a Padawan. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> no, Anakin has an apprentice. Yeah. Uh, okay, here mm-hmm. we go. So we get a lot of, obviously, it's the Clone Wars as the the backdrop. Ahsoka isn't the main character, but it's definitely a core piece of that a very core piece anakin obi-wan and ahsoka mm-hmm. are the main three pillars of yep. the entire series I, i'd say captain rex you can throw him in there as well uh cody a little bit mm-hmm. you get the whole experience here through the eyes of ahsoka mostly i'd say mm-hmm. like she's kind of like our, our ground view yeah when it comes to the the whole of the clone wars and then you look at the the kind of journey that she has through a whole series definitely a maturation of experiences uh, starting off as definitely that apprentice and then ultimately having roles where she leads different groups and different operations and then you see her start to question her belief in kind of the jedi order well outside we can say oh yeah she needed to get out of there because she's not in the prequel like not in revenge of the sith so obviously she needs to get out of there mm-hmm. but if you look at it from an in-world perspective i think it's really fascinating because she's one of the few people that we know of that like left the jedi order in that way yeah as a choice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then went on a journey of like self-discovery and kind of taking all the pieces that she had learned through all of the years in the clone wars Mm -hmm. to what we know of her when we eventually see her again in rebels right yes in rebels she's kind of this (laughs) wizened Mm -hmm. uh very a very master like role um yeah, she just she bestows a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. and but is also playing at these different they're well I was trying I'm thinking of when we first see her and she's playing this informant? Yes. Spy. Yes. She's using this alternate name and she's being very much very mysterious mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's it's interesting. I feel like we're gonna be kind of seeing that more or not really seeing that more but like yeah we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be feeling why she would have chosen to do that instead of just hey guys i'm just here to help sort of thing instead of trying to be a part of something she she would decide to just be more isolated yeah and in one of the uh featurettes kind of like behind the scenes documentary style-esque kind of featurette that was i think it's like seven minutes long they talk about how she is she is the master. She is this very wizened and experienced Jedi. They're specifically talking about like the lightsaber skills and how you can't really see that. But when you when you say, hey, she's really talented and, and skilled and experienced in lightsaber combat, 
the force is there mm-hmm. as well as her just experience in fighting this war mm-hmm. having gone th- from the clone wars past the fall of the empire mm-hmm. technically you have her with the clone wars the fall of the republic the rise of the empire the fall of the empire yeah and now once again the rise of the resistance which will ultimately lead to the rise of the first order right so also, she is a, a through line through the whole trilogy, uh-huh. like all three of them. Yeah, and she's lived through all that. She left the Jedi Order well before then. And so she must have some serious street smarts to be mm-hmm. able to have like... To have weaved through yeah. so many decades of varying controlling powers, mm-hmm. the Empire, the Clone Wars, the attack of Order 66, the rise of... Palpatine, the fall of Palpatine, mm-hmm. where we are now, where the Empire is still there, the remnants of the Empire is still there. You have the warlords, you have the people that still believe in the Empire, and then you have the Resistance. The Resistance is rising from the ashes of the Rebellion and the ashes of the Empire. So there's a lot, like we see in mando season three there's still a lot of technology from the empire still being used for the original uh, purposes and intentions Mm -hmm. there's still ships that are being dismantled but ships are still being used there's such a fear of them becoming the empire Mm -hmm. again (laughs) which sows the seeds for what we eventually will see yes in the first order Mm -hmm. there's already pieces there that we see and Mandalorian season three. So seeing her in this new role, I am very curious to know how they're going to explain some of these time mm-hmm. gaps. Yeah. Because um, they've got to. I mean... Yeah. I mean, she's... Clone Wars was a while ago, uh, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We're talking Vader slash Anakin is now dead. Like... Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, nope. That was... That was a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> And then we see her in live action, too, as a very different person. We Mm -hmm. see her kind of hopping in between and trying to find information, still fulfilling her fulcrum role, Mm -hmm. but in a very different world. Mm -hmm. You see her interacting with Luke Skywalker, Mm -hmm. mentioning, oh, hey, you're a lot like your father kind of thing. And we, as the audience, know what that means for her to say that as a character and the growth that he had. Mm -hmm. Luke at that point had lived through the redemption of Darth Vader, once again being Anakin Skywalker, and now is trying to build this new Jedi Academy. And then we see Ahsoka there as just like this passerby. Mm-hmm. She's a part of things, but she's not a part of things. Mm-mm. She's talking to Luke, but isn't like helping him in any way. Yeah. She still has her own goals, which is to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. And we see that in Mando season two. And and generally, we just see a very interesting character when we look at live-action Ahsoka, Rebels Ahsoka, and Clone Wars Ahsoka. You see her in these three very different stages of life, mm. in three very different parts of the galaxy and the timeline. And now we're going to see her embrace this role of master. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, having thrown it off, mm-hmm. separating herself from Sabine, and generally just kind of stepping away from all things. Stepping away Jedi. from people in general. Yeah. And yeah, and the role of Jedi. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to become almost the thing she most fears. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting. very fascinating. And I'm really excited to see where they take the character and what 
that ends up looking like mm-hmm. in the series and how it's going to change what we will eventually see later on and whether it's a movie or a TV show or whatever mm-hmm. what is the character of Ahsoka going to be like in this new era yeah in the Mandoverse dun 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 let us know your thoughts in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact at uplinkpodcast.com if you want to send us an email it's a great spot love to hear all the feedback if you want to leave us a review that is super helpful helps us get new listeners as well as gives us uh, your feedback so that's definitely helpful you can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts on their youtube channel you can find clips highly edited documentary style stuff as well as original content every saturday on the channel and hey when Ahsoka comes out we're going to be doing some very fascinating and exciting content breaking down each episode as it comes out so Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that out. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.